Would you believe that a third of workers don't want to go back to the office? They want to make work from home a thing forever because they don't like their bosses. They don't like being around their bosses. They're trying to avoid their bosses. I have said it before. I'll probably say it many more times, but I believe we have a management problem in this country. I feel very fortunate right now because I love my bosses, but Mm -hmm. that has not been the case for the majority of my working career. I've worked for some terrible bosses ditto yeah i absolutely have um i it reminds me of something i read from somebody i used to work with who is a manager and he never managed me but i do remember the employees that he did manage generally seemed to really like him and he was saying like with the tides turning with employees and employees having more rights than ever before it is more important than ever to have great managers in the office. A hundred percent. And so this story about people wanting to avoid their bosses, and that being the reason they don't want to go back to work, it reminded me of another story that I had read before the holidays about people on Reddit calling out their real-life Michael Scott bosses. (laughs) If you're not a fan of The Office, could you explain who Michael Scott is, Allison? Michael Scott is the manager at The Office, and people have to get work done in spite of of him he's constantly trying to distract people he wants to be the funny guy in the office so he's telling inappropriate jokes he's pulling pranks that go terribly and whenever he makes a mistake he either tries desperately to blame it on somebody else because he doesn't want to get in trouble or he covers it up in a way that makes it so much worse i totally worked for the mean version of michael scott like he had the same like haha funny not really funny jokes that michael scott would have on the office but he was also mean too but i remember my first day at that radio station he could not wait to show me the bathrooms because he had a light and in radio stations if you've never been in one outside of studios there's a light that says on air whenever Mm -hmm. you turn the microphone on so people know to be quiet and not walk in he installed on air lights above the bathrooms Oh, no. So whenever you walked in and turned the light on in the bathroom, the on-air light would also flip on right outside of the bathroom. And he thought that that was the funniest thing. That's so cringy. The other thing that he did, which was a page directly out of Michael Scott's book, was he used a very derogatory term, a very offensive term in front of a big group of people. A term that could be technically a lawsuit probably. Yeah. That was no longer acceptable. I think this happened in like 2016. It was definitely no longer acceptable to say this in public. He dropped it right in front of the entire company. Gross. It was bad. It was real bad. So what is your Michael Scott story? Do you have one? Oh, yeah. I worked for Michelle Scott. She was the female (laughs) version of Michael Scott. She was obsessed with getting people to not work. I remember my very first day working there. She was the one showing me around. And half of it was us running her errands like we stopped at the dry cleaners we stopped at target and i was like is this what it's like to work here but i quickly learned why it's not so great to work for a boss like that because she just wouldn't tell you when you needed to do something Mm. but then when people were like why isn't this getting done she would blame it on you and you would be like well i had no idea and i think the most michelle scott thing she ever did is when she knew she was going to be losing her job she decided to throw away a bunch of uh, customer files. Oh. So like contracts that the sales team needed, gone. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> Did-
Did you ever work for a real life Michael Scott? Okay, um, count me in as who cares. I did find it really interesting that Andrea wanted to comment on this whole discussion and say people don't quit jobs, they quit bad bosses. I mean, I think generally, yeah. That's really true, yeah. A hundred percent. There's some crazy amount of people who say they'd be willing to quit a job without having one lined up if it was a toxic work environment. Oh, 100%. That's not good for you. Like, you spend the majority of your waking hours at work if you're going to be made miserable by a boss or somebody the entire time. Like, that's not a good quality of life. Uh, 601-995-1017. We'll start with Jesse. Tell us about your Michael Scott-like boss. When I was a school teacher, I worked for a principal that as long as you started talking about college football, time would just go by for four hours. We can get to go to class. He'd be like, just stay right here. We'll get somebody to go to your class. Uh, he just wanted to get that point out. Uh, it was, you in trouble? Just mention college football because he played college football. <laughs> so he would just totally blow his mind. He would forget everything he had to do. Even the kids did it. Kids would come <laughs> in with discipline problems. They were like, everybody called him coach. And they were like, hey, coach. And he'd just tell us some stories, and he'd forget about everything. Then he's like, oh, he's been two hours. I'll go ahead and get out of here. So did you like working for this guy or not? He was a great guy, but nothing got done. Yeah, (laughs) at least he had a good time. That's right. What team did he play for? Do you know? Ole Miss. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I could see why he was reliving the glory days. (laughs) Yeah, with – uh, Archie Manning. He played with Archie Manning, wow. uh, Eli's daddy. So. No kidding. That's very yep. cool, actually. Hey, man, have a great day. Thanks for calling us. Thank you. Jerry, tell us about your uh, Michael Scott-like boss. He liked to uh, uh, pull these just, I mean, ridiculous pranks. Uh, for example, he would regularly just show up where you were and take the keys out of your work truck and just leave with them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So once upon a time, I called him and I was like, hey, man, somebody stole my keys. And he was like, all right, well, uh, just call the police. And he was joking because he was down the street and he was going to bring me the key. I actually called the police. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, he had this trick he liked to pull where he would put this, um, it's a silicone lube. We call it magic lube here in the pool industry. Uh, he, he likes to put it underneath the door handle of your car oh. so that when you touch it, you can't get it off your hands. Oh. Now, now he he had a serious fear of Band-Aids, and I'm sure Adam could tell us what that's called. Um, so we wrapped the entire door handle of his truck in brand-new Band-Aids. Never found out who it was. That's hilarious. <laughs> so it sounds like that wasn't a bad guy to work for, though. Like everything loosey-goosey, kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not convinced by I the way you said that. Been there. I guess you'd have been there. Thank you so much for the call, Jerry. Let's go to Alex. Tell us about your Michael Scott-like boss, Alex. All right. So this man decided when one of the plant workers we were working at quit, he took his hard hat and sunglasses, posted them up on a mannequin, and said this mannequin worked harder than anyone else there. Oh, I would have quit on the spot. Like, I could see a bunch of people quitting after that because I'd be like, seriously? Oh, about four people quit. They had to rehire the guy whose mannequin they put up. (laughs) (laughs) Serves them right. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you all. Have a good day. You too.